Welcome to the No Fungi, No Future podcast. In these episodes, we interview experts in the field to gain a deeper understanding of the magical and mysterious networks of mycelia that are all around us, to learn how they impact our lives and the planet. In this episode, we have the fifth part of our interview with Dr. Dennis Desjardins, who is Professor Emeritus at San Francisco State University. Dr. Desjardins has written a book entitled California Mushrooms, a Comprehensive Identification Guide, which is available on Amazon and is very highly rated. In this episode, we discuss the history of mushrooms in different cultures for medicinal purposes, as well as common myths about mushrooms. For that, there's another question. This is more of a general question, but you know, you mentioned about your that growing up, you know, your grandparents would pick mushrooms, um, and you mentioned about Asian cultures, you know, Chinese, Korean, Japanese cultures being very um, having consumed mushrooms for thousands of years. Why do you think there's been this difference between, you know, sort of Western European cultures not having maybe as much of a cultural background uh, with mushrooms versus Asian cultures? Is there any explanation yeah, for that? Well, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that the European cultures are that much different from the Asian cultures, at least at the culinary level. Okay. At least for the table, the European cultures have for, again, thousands of years have been collecting wild mushrooms and eating wild mushrooms. Okay. Uh, for medicinal purposes, the Asian cultures have had a head start, definitely mm -hmm. on that. They have they either recognized that they were, they had some benefit uh, medicinally earlier mm -hmm. than the Europeans did. Uh, I, I'm not sure about that, but it appears to be that in the historical records. But okay. both the Europe, but the Europeans, I mean, the, all the Europeans that I know love to go out and collect wild mushrooms. It's the Americans that are that are the mycophobes, mm -hmm. uh, and and I'm not sure why that is because most, you know, uh, uh, at least the the Western influence in America came from Europe initially, right. and from from cultures that ate a lot of mushrooms. So. Uh, I don't have much of an explanation for why so many of the Americans, I guess we're just afraid of trying new things or, <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, but certainly, certainly the Europeans, certainly, you know, I've, I, I have to fight off the Romanians and the Italians all the time, <laughs> walking around <laughs> collecting mushrooms <laughs> in the Bay Area because they're out there. They're out there in the middle of the week, you know. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Early in the morning collecting, absolutely. So, so Europeans have been, uh, culture yeah. been eating wild mushrooms for just, just as long there's just as long okay there's no difference there and again yeah. and, and parts of it have been using them for for medicine certainly the the mm -hmm. northern uh, countries the russians and scandinavia for for hundreds and hundreds of years have been using certain species of mushrooms for for medicines uh you can you can go back to to finding uh, uh dried mushrooms on the ice man uh, yes, you know, right, um, right. I'll see. And that yeah, goes yeah, back yeah. thousands of years. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. So there's still, you know, there's there's still some evidence of European cultures uh, using various mushrooms for medicinal uses, going back oh. a long a long period of time as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the Americans that are crazy, uh, but yeah. they're they're coming around now. Yeah, I was actually reading something that was saying that um, you know mushroom consumption wasn't that much in the early American colonies, but then when Ben Franklin and I think Thomas Jefferson, because of their connections with France, mm -hmm. they brought a lot of that in through the French cooking. So, you know, I guess for, for whatever yeah, mysterious it, reason, it, early Americans didn't. And it goes well food. with wine and bread. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So another question is, what are the, you know, have you seen very sort of common myths uh, that, that people have that you think, you know, that but actually just they're not real and should be 
myth busted, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I, let me give you a couple. Okay. Okay, one myth is that uh, most wild mushrooms are poisonous mm -hmm. and that you shouldn't touch them or taste them at mm -hmm. all. Well, as I said earlier, there are about 20,000 species of mushroom-forming fungi. That's an estimate. There could be more, more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, probably somewhere around maybe about half of those uh, have some sorts of toxins in them, some sorts of gastrointestinal upsets, but really only a, a small number of them are deadly. Uh, I won't give you that number, but it's relatively small. Right. But many of them will do have some toxins in them that will, that will make you feel rather sick. However, there are many of them that are edible as well, but they're so small that you would have to collect hundreds of them to eat them, uh, mm. or they are bitter, or like many of the polypores that we like to use for functional fungi, uh, you know, like the Felinus and Ganodermis and those, uh, eating one of their mushrooms, it'd be like chewing your leather sandal. They're just <laughs> so tough and probably the same amount of flavor. Uh, tastes like dirty socks, uh, you know, or are, very, are extremely bitter. They're just, they're, they're inedible, but not poisonous. So there's a lot of that as well. So, so the biggest myth is no, most of the mushrooms out there aren't poisonous. There are, are uh, certainly a couple handfuls of them that will kill you if you mm -hmm. eat them. So you have to know, as I said earlier, which ones to eat and which ones not to eat. But right. there's there are a lot of edible mushrooms out there. You can take any, I've taken the most deadly mushroom we have in California, Amanita phylloides, the death cat mushroom. You mm -hmm. can taste it, put it in your mouth, taste it. Actually tastes pretty good. A little bit sour, tastes pretty good. You just spit it out. You don't swallow it. <laughs> you know. So you can touch it. Your kids can touch them. Yeah. Uh, you just don't want to be eating them and swallowing them. Same yeah. way with animals. I deal with a lot of veterinarians in the Bay Area because mm -hmm. a dog has gone out and dogs will put anything in their mouth. I mean, if they'll swallow mm -hmm. a tennis ball, they'll certainly swallow swallow a mushroom. And yeah. constantly they're eating these. And, and sometimes they get sick. Sometimes the dogs uh, die. I can give yeah. you a couple breeds of dogs that are so stupid. They eat dead <laughs> mushrooms all the time and, and die, unfortunately. Other breeds are a little smarter. <laughs> we won't we won't get into animal husbandry here <laughs> uh but yeah so 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 that's one big myth the reality yeah. is there's there's they're not all poisonous right uh, a second myth is that mushrooms have no nutritional value because they're mostly water hmm. well you know mushrooms are anywhere from 80 a fresh mushroom is anywhere from 80 to 90 percent water and probably most of them are 90 or more percent water. So there's a lot of water in there. Mm -hmm. However, you you know, you remove that water, you know, you consume yeah. the water or you remove it cooking in one way or another or dry it. Yeah. And actually, mushrooms have uh, uh, relatively high amounts of protein, lots of vitamins, lots of minerals, particularly trace minerals, mm -hmm. fantastic dietary fiber, lots of antioxidants, and they have low amounts of fat, low amounts of sodium, and no cholesterol. Wow. So, I mean, what's what's wrong with that? I mean, have all of these. And then, again, as we were just mentioning, some of them also yeah. have medicinal bioactive compounds as well. Yeah. So, so yes, there yes, there's a lot of water in them, but they are also very nutritious. And I, I encourage everyone to, to eat as many mushrooms in every meal. They're fantastic. Oh. And they have fantastic umami flavors as well, which we all like. And, right. and the chefs right. like them as well. And then, and then just one other myth, uh, the, the, the medicinal benefits of mushrooms are only, are only anecdotal 
and that they're not based on real science. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a lot of anecdotal data out there as well, but as I mentioned earlier, certainly in the last 50 years or so, mm -hmm. uh, science has really been addressing this, this issue about are there compounds in mushrooms that are medically efficacious? Mm -hmm. There are now thousands of scientific papers that have been published on the, the, the functional benefits of various species of mushrooms, both in preclinical in vitro trials or in vivo trials with mice and rats. And now in the last two decades, more human trials also looking at them. And what they're finding, certainly from the human trials that are looking at specific bioactive compounds, they're finding that the, that the results are very promising and supporting many of the historical medical uses as well so yeah that's all good news so right. we want to bust those myths yeah there yeah, are medicinal right. fungi they are nutritious and not everything that's out there growing in the wild is poisonous wow all right well thank you dennis this is this has just been amazing we've had a lot of stuff you've given us to digest pun slightly intended but <laughs> <laughs> perfect uh, this has been really good um are, if yeah, so if people want to sort of follow you a bit more and see what you're up to, or things you know that you're interested in posting, is there any sort of way you suggest people just follow you? Are you active on like any social media or? I have actually tried to stay away from most mm -hmm. social media and using that time instead to do my research on on fungi and yeah and, and play music. Uh, but I am uh, I am writing uh, little short uh, little papers that we will be posting on our uh, Sempera uh, Organics website. Okay. Uh, for instance, I, I've written something something on mushrooms versus mycelium. There seems mm -hmm. to be somewhat of a controversy or out there in in only mushrooms are good for uh, functional fungi supplements, or only mycelium is good or why not both? And where's the science behind either of those prophecies? And so I've written a little blog about that and, mm -hmm. and, and a couple others as well. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm assuming that they will be posted at some point soon and I will continue to do that as we, awesome. as we get into this. We think that, uh, that mushrooms as dietary fiber is, is a, another line of investigation that is really important and, and important right. for gut health and for the, for the gut brain axis as well. So I'll be uh, putting something together on that uh, soon as well. And hopefully we'll, we will get that posted. Excellent. We'll look out for it. And uh, thank you again for your time today. It's been a great conversation. We hope you enjoyed this episode featuring our conversation with Dr. Dennis Dejardin. Be sure to look out for our next episode coming out soon, where we will continue this conversation. Until then, be sure to get some healthy mushrooms into your diet. Also, please take a moment to like or subscribe to our channel and drop us any comments. Your feedback is most welcome. Thanks for listening.